0: Well, welcome back now. In Module 2, we're talking about financial literacy. And in Lesson 2, we're going to ask a massive question, why? Why financial literacy, okay? So we're going to dig deep and drill deep on why. One of the most important questions you can ever ask yourself about anything is why. Now, why financial literacy? Of course, we've discussed the fact, but you can't say this too often. You really can't. You can't say this until it's drilled into your mind. You gotta think through this. You live in the richest nation in the world. Think about that for a moment. Just take a moment, let that settle in. Think of all the complaints in our nation and all of the cries about poverty and all of the misery and all of the complaining and the whining and the victimization in our nation. And then think of this one simple concept We are the richest nation in the world. Now, it's not a matter of pride it's just a matter of reality. We are the richest nation in the world. We are the most abundant nation in the world. That being said, we should not have the highest rate of financial illiteracy in the world. That's just a mind-boggling conundrum. It seems unbelievable to me that that's possible. And you know why, though? You know what it really means? Sadly, due to education and due to the way we're brought up and the way we're raised and the way we're socialized, sadly, we are simply unaware of the concept of financial fitness. Think about it. In the 80s and in the 90s, people ran to the gyms. They still do. Now it's big on the food, nutrition side, right? Now McDonald's and all the fast foods got to tell you exactly what's in the food. they got to cut it down. You know, healthy salads. Everything is about health, okay? It's all about physical fitness. So it's, it's a trend. Yet, here's another ridiculous statistic, we probably still got the greatest obesity in the world, but everyone is on some kick or knows something about physical fitness. So think about it, when you compare that, it starts to make it kinda clear on why so many people are financially dependent. Because again, we don't even know as much about financial fitness as we know about physical fitness. And yet physical fitness is not really creating what we want it to create. In some cases, yes, but statistically it tells us it's not. So imagine now that people didn't know about physical fitness. Could it be worse? It's the same situation with financial fitness. We're suffering from what we don't know. So let's look at unaware. When you're unaware, you don't know that you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, and you don't know that you don't know. You're simply unaware, okay? That's a form, sadly, people make it a bad word, but that's a form of ignorance, okay? Ignorance is not stupid. Ignorance just means you don't know, so you're unaware. Why? Well, there's a lack of organized education. Where did you get the education in sixth grade, in twelfth grade, eleventh grade, first year of college, second year of college? Did you hear anything about financial fitness? Heck, most high school students don't even know how to balance a checkbook because no one teaches it. It's a lack of organized education. That leads to a systematic failure because everyone who goes through the education system, they grow up, don't they? Everyone who comes through the education system, they have an impact on society. When you're driving down the road, the guy to your left, the lady to your right, they went through the same education system you did. Do you trust them? I don't know, but it's a systematic failure. And it's all based on misinformation, as well. If you get your information from Money Magazine, you know, and some of the other journals, financial journals, it's the worst financial information you could ever get. Who pays for those journals? Advertisers. Who advertises in those journals? Mutual funds. Who pays the fees to the mutual funds? You do. See, you just have to cord down a little. And you've got to ask why. The worst place to get your information is the financial media because you'll get misinformation. The second worst place, sadly, is the place you should be able to get the best information, and that's the financial services industry, of which I was part for a good 35 years. But you know what? The financial services industry suffers from a bias. What's that bias? That bias is that I make money when you don't. That's a pretty bad bias. (laughs) i got to tell you, if I can make money and you don't, then I don't think we got much of a partnership. But that's what goes on in the financial services industry. And that bias affects you. It impacts you. Remember I told you there's only two things you can do with interest, right? You pay it or you earn it. There's not too many people in the financial services industry telling you about paying and earning interest, are they? So just got to ask yourself. Now, here's what awareness means. We talk about financial literacy education. That's kind of simple. We'll deliver that to you. There's a a process to deliver financial literacy education. You're going to get a lot of it in this course. But there's a lot more to it than just that basic financial literacy education. There's the issue about you. There's the issue about body and mind. There's the issue about mindset. All of that. And we're going to get to that, too, because it's very important, because that's what makes financial fitness. Your body, your mind, your makeup, what you believe about money, how you see money, what you were taught about money, these things make up your financial fitness. We're going to give you information, sound information, not timely. You know, it's not information that will be good today and bad tomorrow. We're giving you universal information that's going to be good today, tomorrow, next month, next year, 50 years from now. It'll be good information. And lastly, we're going to talk heavily about financial victimization. We're going to show you how to avoid that, why it happens, and why so many people in our society suffer from financial victimization. Why? We get down to the financial victimization side. Why? Well, it's simple lack of research. People don't like to read. People don't like to do their own research. Due diligence. If you want to avoid making bad decisions about money, you want to make good decisions with money, you want to make smart decisions about money, you need to complete due diligence. So what's due diligence? It's full disclosure. You shouldn't get involved in anything that you don't have full disclosure over. You shouldn't buy a refrigerator without full disclosure. Full compliance, what does that mean? Well, that means they're within the law. Remember we talked about the law, we talked about below legal? Well, full compliance is definitely above legal and it's above ethical. It's fully compliant with whatever the regulatory laws are, whatever the laws of the land are. And lastly, clear transparency. There's no small print. There's no hidden I gotcha. It's clear transparency so this is how you build financial independence you become aware you create awareness which means you can actually use what you're now aware of you provide solutions for yourself good solutions You do diligence and then you take action but you don't take action until you've done these steps this is the problem with our society way too many people take action before they know exactly what it is they don't know and lastly if the solution is even the right solution for them. That's like going to the shoe store and not asking the guy what size shoe you have and the guy just brings you a bunch of shoes and you leave the store, you're a size 10 and you leave the store with a size 8. Well, that ain't a great solution and there's going to be a lot of pain and misery along the way before you have to throw those shoes out. It's the same with your financial fitness and your financial life. So, here's what we show you. Here's what not to do. YouTube, financial education doesn't get easier than this. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) Rumor, financial bias, non-financial experts, the bottom line is they're all over the place. Everywhere you look is somebody with an opinion. The bottom line, opinions are not going to make you financially independent. You need solid information, reality-based solutions and you need to be able to follow through on what you need to do, okay? In the old vernacular, in the Taylor world, it's measure thrice and cut once. So, you know, you don't go out there and just cut yourself a suit and find out, wow, I'm a 46, I cut a 44. Not too good. So, you need to make sure that you're always getting the right information at the right time from the right people. So, okay, now, we've discussed the 955. We know what's going on there. Obviously, you want to become part of the 5%. We want you to become part of the 5%. And now we discuss why. The deeper why. And again, in your journaling, why is a big question. Everything you do, you should ask why. My broker told me to invest in XYZ. Why? Well, he just said do it. He said XYZ is going to be a great stock. It's going to be a great company. Why? A little due diligence goes a long way. little homework. Okay, you still need the advice, but you need to ask the why. Okay, so coming down the road again into financial literacy. I'm looking forward to seeing you in lesson three.